Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Paranormal. I'm your host, Marie Adaranti, and today is a special episode of Paranormal because it is a crossover episode. Joining me today are my guests, Elizabeth Regina and Kit Bucket from the podcast, Boys Don't Like Funny Girls. Hi, Hello. guys. Hello. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for having us. <laughs> I'm actually super fucking excited to have you guys on because you've had me on your show before. And um, that was kind of the first time I was ever introduced to podcasts. So that was exciting. You popped your cherry. Yeah, we yeah. did. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Wait, can we start over? I forgot to say my tagline. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it right say it now. Hooty hoo party, people. <laughs> It should be like horror on my face. Booty boo, because it's ghost honey people. That's a really good one. I actually haven't even decided what ghost story I'm gonna tell today, but I think I've got I think I've got one picked. But Chrissy doesn't have any ghost stories because she's talk about normal. Yeah, so I'm I don't think ghosts let I don't think they want to talk to me. So I've just (laughs) never never had I get creepy feelings. Count yourself lucky. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I told I'm okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay if they don't want to talk to me. Every day I'm at my house, I'm worried that, like, I'm going to turn a corner and I'm just going to see my grandfather sitting there doing a crossword now. We were waiting. Like, before we walked in here, we did a prayer of protection. Yeah. Why didn't you tell me? I would have done it with you. I'm so afraid. (laughs) Because you can't do that. It's like smelling your own fart. Like, you won't know that the ghost is coming to us. Well, we said don't let it come home with us. We're leaving it Oh, thanks, guys. It's yours now. There's nothing in here, number one, except if there's anything. It's just my grandfather looking out for me. Everything else is gone. And I'm just going to keep telling myself that because I swear to fucking God, if anything happens after I record this podcast, I am done with the podcast which would be unfortunate para not so normal am i right (laughs) it would be (laughs) it'd be very unfortunate because i officially have fans (laughs) and when i say fans i mean two people that reached out to me on twitter and told me that they really love my podcast so i'm gonna do a really quick shout out to those two people just because it's the first time that's ever happened to me so shout out to Spooky Max or Ma- at Maxwell Leon P and John Wiggins at Good Old Chuck two five two five. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Where are Obviously, the chances means these aren't both your little brother trying to? Play with you? <laughs> <laughs> sp- I, you know what? It's it's possible, but Wait, I doubt it. What was the first one named Spooky Max? Spooky Max. That's one hundred percent. He's legit a real person, though. Like I've. <laughs> I've creeped, I've creeped your Twitter, Max. Like I, and he's like, he's been on it since like 2009. Like, Long it's not con like for your brother. He's just been waiting for you to have a podcast. Just waiting in the shadows. Long con. He's like, could you has imagine? a whole bunch set up just waiting for any life course any of you could take. So you can... No, Daniel's all about the quick wit humor. Like he's pretty good. But no, Spooky Max is from Tennessee, and I was like, I want to go to Tennessee if I ever go. I bet Tennessee's we'll really haunted. I feel like America in I, general. I honestly is was going to be like, hey, Spooky Max, by the way, if I ever go to Tennessee, I will have somebody with me. I'm not just going to meet you by myself. Oh, yeah. But like, you oh. never know. And so um, I would love to hang out, and you can show me all the spooky haunted places in Tennessee. Yeah. But nobody's allowed to follow me home. Right. Humans yeah. or ghosts. That's fair. Yeah. Anyways. Thanks for listening to my podcast, to my two my two fans. That's crazy. Okay, what are we going to talk about? 
it is a crossover, so I mean, yeah. this could go long. This what could be a long saying, episode. It's like when uh, uh, Law and Order SVU crosses over with Chicago, Chicago Fire. Fire. <laughs> There's also a Chicago PD or, show, isn't there? Yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine and New Girl, the crossover episode. Oh, I didn't see that. Wait, wait, oh I haven't made God. it that far yet. Shut up. Well, you're gonna have to. That's watch this it. season then. I'm only no, as it was far last as Netflix season. allows. Oh, no, it was last season. It was last season. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Eh, it was not that memorable, I guess. It could have been better. No, but it I'm was not, like... It could have been better. I won't lie. ER crossed over with Third Watch when I was, like, 12. And I probably deal. had to flick my bean for a week to cover it. <laughs> Just rub, rub it out. Rub one out. Rubs one's out. That's a horror story. <laughs> Those were You're two right. of my favorite shows. Chrissy does have a spooky she story, spooky and that story. was it. <laughs> oh, no. That's me. Um. All right. Well, who wants to go first? I have a horror story. I have a ghost horror story. Horror story. It's not a horror story. <laughs> I have a horror story. story. My fucking life. So. Go on. Whoa. Just kidding. Nobody laughed that at that. That's unfortunate. Dark, real <laughs> this isn't, uh, like, my ghost story, but it happened to my family when I was about we were living in uh i think i told this story on our podcast before uh yeah because didn't we did. talk about spooky we things did. on an episode you were there anyways i'll tell it again probably i don't know so i was living in uh grimsby ontario at the time and it was backing onto a field there was the house at the end of a court and um my parents tell this story because for the longest time my sister who's about two years older than me wouldn't sleep in her bedroom and she would be found sleeping in the hallway. She would be sleeping in my parents' room. And my dad at the time was working shifts. So he would come home and my sister would be sprawled out in their bed. So he would go into her bed. Um, it happened a couple of times and he had really bad sleeps. And then uh, they asked my sister why she didn't want to sleep in there. And she just kept saying that she was afraid. So one day um, my dad... It was like really cold. It was like the typical thing where it's like super cold in the room, but like they checked the insulation in the attic and everything was fine. So one day my dad was exhausted and he went into her bedroom and he woke up in the middle of the night and saw a little boy at the end of his bed covered in mud laughing at him. And he was oh my so God. terrified that... Um, like laughing? Well, I guess you wouldn't know, but I was going to be like laughing like how? Like giggling or like cackling? or like pointing and laughing at him. Oh my paralyzed and God. Like, my parents said that a bunch of other things used to happen around the house, like light bulbs wouldn't stay, um, they would like you know change light bulbs and they would burn out really quickly or um, things would just be moved around the house or furniture would be moved farther away from the wall. But after that incident, my parents put the house up for sale and I don't think since then it's always been for sale. People always... Wow. Yeah. So that I grew up knowing that story, but never knowing. Like, I never had any experiences with it, but mm-hmm. that was always, like, the story in our family. Of, wow. Like, the reason why we left our Grimsby house, because it was, like, a newish build. Like, we were a young family. It had everything. So it must have been want. the property. It wouldn't have been the house. It yeah, would have been so what it was it built was on. Built, like, it was, it's, I guess now there's an arena and, like, a... Um, a soccer fields and things, but it was like rural area. So yeah. it was some pretty spooky shit. And wow. like especially out in like Niagara Way, like you know, there's It a could lot have been of, the kid that like died in a farm accident or something if he was covered in mud. Something like that. But he right? was, it was just a little boy covered in mud laughing at Fuck. Him. Yeah. It was really 
It was really, really weird. Ooh. And, like, when adults see shit like that, like, parents. Like, parents try not to scare their kids or, like, shield them from shit like that. So when a parent tells you a story like that, it's, like, you're more inclined to believe it, right? Yeah, and that's the thing is that they had bought this house thinking, like, we're going to be in here for a long time. Like, I remember they did, like, a lot of renovations to the kitchen. There was no reason for us to move, but that was, like, the one reason was they're like, we're moving. Yeah. And, uh... Ever since then, I mean, I don't know, but I remember, like, even years later, we would drive past it, and it would always be for sale. Wow. Yeah, that was some weird shit, but, like, I haven't had anything, like, super spooky happen to me. Like, where I used to live was on, like, the Haunted Hamilton website. Okay, yeah. So, there was, like, a whole bunch of things about, like, apparently a man who was murdered, like, I think it was, like, a drug-related incident, which, I mean, if you got, like, if you were shot and... For drugs you have better things to do in heaven yeah get to step in but like <laughs> i've never i don't know i just feel like i've never experienced anything while awake and like i told you about like some other things that have been happening to me like personally but i don't know i envy that ability in people so much yeah i i've seen things happen and like i've had things happen to me and in theory or when I think about it sometimes I'm like this is fucking cool like I have a good I'm a storyteller so like I love Mm -hmm. telling stories and it's cool fucking stories to tell but in the moment I would trade places with anyone else in the world it's fucking terrifying it's so scary listen to your podcast before when you had your friend on who's a witch Mm -hmm. who identifies as a witch and she was saying all those things yeah Yeah. Jody. I was listening and I was like of course, there have some downsides to, like, being a medium and, like, picking things up. But at mm-hmm. the same time, to have that certainty that there's something else. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, where the rest of us are, like, so skeptical about, you know, maybe ghosts are real. But to mm-hmm. have that, like, certainty that there's something beyond us. Is, right. Uh, to me, would be oddly comforting. You know what, though? Even though I've seen things and I've experienced things happen, I still flip-flop between, like, is there something else after after we like die? Is there anything else? And I just I've said it before on the podcast. I just think that it's extremely cocky to say one way or the other that yes, there's definitely something after you die, or no, there's definitely not something after you die, right? right? Well, like, so I don't know if there's like a, a certain like you know when we were, when we were younger, like we always Catholic school. There's like a place in the sky, and that's heaven, and the yeah. place down below is hell. But it's I don't know. I just like what do you think? I would have thought. Anything like that. I have no fucking... I'm like a... When I get there, I'll be like, cool beans, man. I don't know. They're not letting you in. Oh. oh. I'm a good person. Your passport hasn't been stamped with enough Sunday attendance for you to get in. (laughs) I went to church last weekend. Did you? For a wedding. For For a wedding. wedding. And then they also... I I haven't been in a long time. I didn't realize. You know how they used to say like... Peace be with you, and you also and you say and also, and also with, with you. you. Now it's an in and spirit. spirit. So I'm yeah. the only person going and, and also, also with, with you. But that every time. Who's not? Coming. Yeah. Um. So confession, I have not, and I don't mean like confessional booth confession. I just mean like ever since the episode with Jody, when I had some activity in my home and had to get a priest in my house, I have gone to Catholic mass every weekend. Really? Well, I think that's okay, but at the same time, like the thing about Catholic Mass is 
And I guess the thing about religion is like you grow up knowing that there is a distinct or believing people. Yeah. Right. Do churches have Wi-Fi? Because like that would like really change my opinion on going. Yeah, but you can't like go on it while you're in that. They do have Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, because the priest think, like, lives there. Jesus one two three is the pastor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Ezekiel. I, yeah, I think like it's so interesting why when things went crazy for you, mm-hmm. you chose. I mean, the first instinct was have someone bless the house, right? Oh like, yeah. There's like you know different pagan things you can. Do, oh yeah. Different things you can do. But... Well, my first instinct was yeah, get the priest in and bless it. But I also reached out to a psychic Annabelle that I had seen, who's out of Hamilton, Annabelle Halt, and she immediately when I told her the story of what was going on, she was like, "Oh, this is not good. Like yeah. this is not good. These are not good things." Um. If you need me to come cleanse it, I'll come cleanse the house. I've done it before. And I told her, like, well, I'm just going to wait till the priest comes and blesses it. And hopefully it subsides after that. And if it doesn't, like, I will ask you to come. But it did. It, it went away. But even she was like, I'll put you in a prayer. of prote- I've tagged you in a prayer of protection on my Facebook. So, like, it, yeah, like, I know that there's different ways of going yeah. about it. And actually... My priest, when he was here, I wasn't here when he blessed the house because I was working that day. So my mom was with him and he told my mom that like, you know, he believes that there are people that have that ability um, and that he believes it's a gift from God. Because and I'm there sorry. are some people who are not born with it, but who seek it. And right. those are the ones that you need to be. Weary, weary of. of but like i saw the exorcist that proves the jack shit for that girl in that movie yeah it made matters worse <laughs> yeah so, but speaking of psychics i think like that's something that you and i have talked about and yeah i 100 percent believe that people can be sensitive to information mm-hmm. like there have been times in my life where i've known things that there's no way i could have known oh yeah and then, that's happened to me many times yeah, and um uh my uh, my aunt, she has that ability. Her um, mother had it. And, um, like, yeah. It Ooh, was just, yeah. yeah. It's just a very weird thing. But And she's the type of person year, who's, like, a straight shooter, no yeah. bullshit. Louise, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, I love her. I didn't I know. know and she, like, when she told me that, I was like, you're the first person I've ever just straight up believed. Because, like. Yeah. She, there's no like there's no yeah she's agenda. a no she, yeah she follows but, politics she's very techy and like she's sciencey and yeah yeah smart. She's, she's a very secular living person yeah disability but last year and this is the craziest thing so i actually oh my gosh i actually messaged my mom today saying when can we go see dominica again because there's a um a woman here in hamilton who's a medium and it's so hard to get an appointment with her last year around this time we went and everything that this woman said has come true. Literally everything. She told me that, um, she told me that, uh, you know, I mean, I didn't, I don't reveal anything, but she told me that my boyfriend would get a job in the Niagara region without telling her what it was. You know, Matt got a job as a paramedic right out of school. She's like, I see a house right away for you. That wasn't even right on my away. radar of having yeah. a house. Like, you guys know. Yeah, I, I know. I thought, like, my student debt, I'm never buying a house. Yeah. We bought a house right away. And she goes, and I see a baby in your family shortly after. Oh, your sister. My sister is pregnant. She also told so us. Your sister had a baby. 
Yeah, she had a baby. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> the weirdest thing was is that I always ask about my grandparents mm-hmm. because I want to prepare myself in some, like, if anyone can give me, like, a heads up, just tell me. Yeah. So my mom actually asked, you know, about her father because he's in a nursing home, and she said, you have to watch your mother's heart. My grandma passed oh, yeah. away this year of a heart attack. Yeah. And it was just... When, as soon as those, because I've gone to like, you know, psychic fairs and things. Yeah. Nothing that they've said has ever tracked. This, um, this one girl that I know, our friend passed away recently and he was a chiropractor and he had all these, uh, there were these wooden chairs that he had in his office and these chairs were from his frat house. And so they had like their crest on them. And she went to go see, or she was at the psychic fair, whatever that was. And this one person um, called her over and was like, there's a guy looking to talk to you right now. And then the guy got all weird. And he's like, he's saying really inappropriate things. And right away, like the girl knew who it was. <laughs> and she's like, oh my God, it's it's him. Like, I, And she's like, he's, he's just like that. He's just joking. Like he's not serious. So as they're talking, he's telling her all these things. And then. She said something about the chairs and the psychic said to her, yes, you can have one. He wants you to have one. They're in his basement in the far right corner by like the furnace or something like described exactly where the chairs were. So when she went to go visit his ex-wife, she was like, oh, I don't even know where those are. And the girl was like, well, the psychic told me that this is where they are. So they went down to the basement. They were there. Yeah. Exactly. Like, Did she there's take no one? fucking way. Yeah, she took one. But there's no fucking way that this psychic would know that. Like, no way. That's not an intuition or that's yeah. not something that I'm picking up off of you. Like, that's somebody full out fucking told him that. Like, that's, that's the craziest thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, things that psychics can say is like, oh, I see like, you know, a mother figure. And you're like, okay. But yeah, of course you do. I <laughs> never thought last year that my life would look the way it is now. Yeah. And just the fact that that woman nailed every everything. Single thing. What was and her name again? It was Domenica. Okay. And apparently when we were there right before we like went in, um, the Hamilton chief of police was in there. Like she helps with crimes and things. Wow. Yeah. Insane. And I, I don't know. It was just like the, that was like a one instance where I actually believe because I've gone to, like, some psychics, like, that cost, like, a fucking arm and a leg. Yeah. In, you know, Toronto or in, you know, bumfuck nowhere, Ontario. Yeah. But that was, and, you know, they tell you things like, oh, you're going to come into money. And you're like, no, you're not. No. Or, like, you know. Like, I'm gonna... getting paid on Friday. Exactly. Sure. Like, fuck. <laughs> but this was so, I don't know. It just hit everything. And yeah. It, I don't know. It, that was, like, my one experience where I was like okay I believe that she has it I want to go to one because like I don't have like the typical like career path and stuff so if they if they could peg that yeah I would like and I would like think that you guys knowing that if she if someone was able to point out like Mm -hmm. like you just sold your business yeah how would someone how would anyone know that how often the people own and then sell businesses or like, yeah or but something it, like i don't want kids and if they're like you're gonna have three kids yeah, i'd be like you're fucked yeah no, I'm not you're, gonna you're a like, fake yeah when you're younger like going to a psychic was so fun to be to like figure out who am i gonna marry yeah like, yeah yeah and now after this year and going to her like i fully trust her to just 
And I'll walk in with like an open book and just say, just what's going to happen this year? Because right. Yeah. It, it's actually super, it was insane that it. Crazy. I yeah. I just Steven, go ahead. No, yeah. I just want to know. I just want to try it. So. Steven's really uh, mom went to a psychic. And the psychic right away was like, I see two weddings. Like, and she goes, oh, yeah, that's like my son and my daughter. And like my son and my daughter. Like, yeah. I guess, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was Stephen and I and then his sister and her, her fiance were getting married. And then the lady said, one of your daughters, because Brenda calls me her daughter. But yeah. she's like, one of your daughters is going to get pregnant immediately after the wedding yeah and your other daughter is going to have a very hard time getting pregnant and (laughs) the one that's gonna have a hard time (laughs) because alicia told us the day after her wedding that she was pregnant and then when i went and saw this other psychic she the last one i saw she said that she sees me having kids and she goes i see three But then something that I noticed was she goes, I see three. And then a couple minutes later, she went, I see a boy and I see a girl. So combined with Brenda psychic saying that I'm going to have a tough pregnancy and her saying three kids, but one boy and one girl, I'm willing to bet that my first pregnancy is probably not going to go. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Me, I always like I went to a psychic once when I was much younger and he seemed legit. He told me that I would be a mom by thirty. And I like but then it's kind of like, you know, that that like matrix type thing it was like didn't happen because it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Or didn't, or didn't because it was because I You it told happen, it, yeah. yeah. Right. So I as soon as I heard that, I think it was like twenty three at the time, I was like goddamn wrong i'm gonna have a baby by 30 yeah i'll show you i don't know it's i wouldn't want to know too much yeah because i think it deprives life of some kind of like you know excitement or beauty but at the same time it's like not believing in these paranormal things also does that as well right right I want to know. I love spoilers with movies. Like, oh, if, if you tell me the end of a movie, I'm more likely to see it than if you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. like, if you're like, oh, this movie's really great, I'm not going to tell you what happens. I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. But if you're I like, now I'm annoyed. Them. Yeah. Your yeah. job is to write spoiler warnings. Like, you're doing Satan's work in a sense. <laughs> I also would love a comfort of, like, you're going to figure it out because right now, like, everyone in my life is doubting me. So, it's like, nice. It would be nice if someone's like, Fuck them, you're going to figure it out. Don't worry about it. You will, though. But, I know that. But do you yeah. need a psychic like, to tell you but that. But it would be nice for someone else to be like, To, like, confirm it 100%. It. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, she made Sylvia Brown. Oh, my God, I loved Sylvia Brown. So I remember watching Sylvia Brown on Mattel, and, like, I feel like the more powerful she got, the more she got the shakes. Like, remember, yeah. like, her hands would, like, her, like, her, her long red hooker nails would, like, be shaking. Nails. But Sylvia Brown, like, used to teach you that you could do the same thing like and so this like Teresa Caputo like they say like anybody can tap into this yeah it's just we block ourselves off like I don't know have you ever had a moment where you had like intuition or oh yeah I used to think I had a little bit of it um like me and my mom were in like not a bad car accident at all but we were in a car accident when I was like I don't know 13 maybe and I knew it was going to happen before it happened I remember looking at the lights and going, the light's green. We're allowed to go through, but we shouldn't. And then we got hit. And then the guy kept saying, 
the light was red, but he, he would have still been in trouble because he was going the op like he he was turning left. He needed a green light too. He yeah, was yeah. an idiot. Yeah, but I remember going, "No, sir, the light was green." I watched it yeah. because I knew we were gonna, and I like knew it, and I wasn't even like yeah. surprised when it happened. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" I didn't say anything. I've had times like I've had things happen where. It's the same thing. I just yeah. know when something's going to happen before it happens. So, yeah. like, I'm trying to think of a time. Like, recently, Chrissy and I went to go see our one of our favorite podcasts, My Favorite Murder. And they let somebody go up at the end of the show yeah. to tell a hometown murder. And all day, even though I wanted so badly to get picked. Oh, yours would have been so much better. Too. Uh, his story was not as good as mine was. But, but, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's I fine. No, he's fine. Judgy. I know. I feel bad. No, I mean, who knows what I would have sounded like up on stage in front of 3,000 people. Hey. But um, I knew that they weren't going to pick me. Yeah. And it wasn't that I was like, oh, it's like a really like slim chance. I was just like, no, I know that that's not going to happen today. Um, but there's been other times where I'll say to myself, okay, I know that, that I, I know that this is happening for me today. I know that, 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 that I'm going to win. Like, I can't remember exactly what it was. There was a contest or something. And I was like, I know I'm going to win that though. And it's like a draw, but I was like, but I, but I knew that I was going to win that prize. I knew that I was going to be the one to win it. I knew. And it happens. I've done that. That yeah. happens to me. Like that you know, super ghetto basic crystal that hangs from my winch, my rear view mirror mm-hmm. in my car. Yeah. Me and my cousin Laura went to uh, Scottish Rite on Halloween oh, one yeah. year for a tour. And they were like, oh, we're auctioning off this crystal pendant. <laughs> I remember being like, you might as well give it to me. Like, we were going to have like 50 people. I'm like, you might as well give it to me because I'm going to win it. Yeah. And sure enough, without even looking at my ticket, they called my number and I just like walked up and got it. That's one of those things where you wonder if if there is some kind of like divine path that we're on if these are just checkpoints to like yeah we're on the right path right right one thing that happened to me and the really I mean little things have happened where I've been like I've thought of somebody and then I found out that they've actually died or like I've, I've dreamt of somebody having their baby and then that day they do have it and it is that yeah. gender yeah that's how yeah but the one thing that really happened to me was my cousin and I were traveling and we went to London uh, we went to the London, the Tower of London, and I, I didn't want to go because I was like, this is a complete ripoff. Like, 20 pounds, that's like 40 bucks. Yeah. Million. Like, I don't need to go see, like, touristy shit, right? Yeah. So I, I eventually went with her, and we were on our tour, and we were sitting in this chapel, and the the man who's actually, like, a, a beef eater, like, one of the, the guards, he said, you know, you don't know this, but Anne Boleyn is buried on these grounds. And, and in my mind, I go... Oh, yeah, she's at the front of this church at the altar to the left. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. And as soon as I said that, he goes, she's at the front of the altar to the left corner. And I was like, how the fuck would I have known that? Yeah. I actually, I don't know jack shit about British history. There's no way I would have known that. But it was so creepy. Like, I felt sick to my stomach. I told my cousin after, like, I had to get, like, something to drink. I was so freaked if out. it was like maybe, mentioned even once on gilmore girls though you would have absorbed it somewhere because yeah, like, <laughs> like, you're like maybe that. you were Anne Boleyn in a past life Ooh, no i don't think so <laughs> somebody was like kill her, <laughs> kill her. <laughs> would be of a thousand days but Let's like the, but those things where you're just like how would i have known okay mm-hmm. i don't need to take over your podcast but no segue. i don't mind do you believe in past lives 
Yes. I do. Actually. Really? I think we talked yeah. about that podcast. I, I, love I did not I expect do. this from this room. I'm just going to say. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do, actually. Only because really the psychic told me that. And I was like, I knew that. I already We've knew that. We've talked about this on our podcast. Yeah, because I said oh, yes. I said I believe in past lives because I know I'm an older soul, but I know yeah. you're a newer one. Looks oh, like fuck up all the time. No, because you, <laughs> you you are always trying. It's like you're always trying to figure something out. Whereas I'm always like, I don't want to do any of this again. Like, yeah. <laughs> I hate doing things twice. I have like a sense of like calm or like peace to me that I don't search out things i'm not i'm never looking for a high or an answer or anything yeah. i'm never looking i'm never searching but you're always like you're all about self-improvement how do i figure out this like but i'm like that too would, but yeah. i also feel like i've lived maybe not as many past lives exactly. as you have then yeah maybe pr- i'm probably many. near the when, end <laughs> <laughs> i'm near the end of my nine when yeah. your friend said like Okay, and I don't even like to breathe life into these things because I feel like people automatically will discredit, like be like hippie chick, like hippie yeah, witch, whatever. But <laughs> when your friend Jody said that, you know, her the airplanes and how that related to her, oh yes, yeah, her boyfriend, her boyfriend. yeah. I thought of those things because sometimes I've had dreams of a like not not long ago, like it's farther, like maybe like early 20th century in a complete like completely in French and I like I speak I've never French. had that happen to me but like, I That's like crazy. we speak French and I've I've told people when I start drinking I can speak fluid French and I've told people like I, I didn't know that until I went away for business in Montreal and people told me like the next day they're like your French is fucking perfect but there's actually a study that was just released that it can actually alcohol, I guess, you know, lowers your in- inhibitions, and you're not thinking twice of like, am I doing this wrong? Yeah, I am. Like that, but I've had dreams. But the dreams, times yeah. In fluent French, and I'm like in a countryside somewhere, and I'm just talking to someone by a river, and like I wake up and I'm like, that's fucking weird. Oh you're my god, fleeing this little town. Oh, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the like only- ready to harmonize. <laughs> The only only dream I have had, I just told you guys about it before we started recording, where I was like, maybe that was a past life, was when I dreamt that like this old man came to my parents' front door. And and my dad was like, it's Earl Good. Oh my God, it's Earl Good. And I was on the phone with my mom's friend and I was like, who's Earl Good and why are they freaking out? And my mom's friend was like, it's the man who murdered you when you were a child and that's why i think that i was murdered as a child probably why i have a fascination with murder like true crime like not like i'm not like i'm not fascinated by murder i have a fascination with true crime speak to the choir i am fully fascinated because yeah it's like part of my existential crisis of realizing that nothing divides us from giving into these impulses and it's like what makes us not yeah cross those lines right so it's always fascinating when someone does and then it also makes me feel like it has something to do with the fact of why i'm so terrified of being abducted by aliens by humans by anyone right being taken eat some cake no you said (laughs) 
when you say if you're over 25, ain't nobody gonna take no. you. No. Oh, no that that's you. not true. That'll yeah. well, happen. Well, I was gonna say. So there's they're thinking there's a serial killer in where where Alberta, BC. Oh, okay. Far away. I know. Well, it's still Canada though. But they're um. That's where Earl Good lived. He lived like, out west. Four women have been abducted within the past 20 months, what and the one of them was fuck? much older. Um, and I was thinking like. I, I'm so I'm a terrible human being so I was like yes oh my god oh, Chrissy no that is no bad. no I was not that they're getting but like a no, real serial no, killer and like no. okay so but then it's because I also recently read an article about there's a serial killer somewhere else because all these people keep getting shot and I was like that's fucking boring oh yeah yeah I but if you're gonna be a serial killer remember how we said you wouldn't get to heaven yeah this is it this is why this is why but why is I'm just like I there hasn't been like you watched Mindhunter oh my god I oh you mean like there hasn't been like, like a, a big serial like a serial killer ki- I want like I want something that gets the nation the riled last... up and like we have curfews you for know sure. I just I don't want people to die though no the I don't last real murder for Canada that made like extreme headlines I think was Luca Magnata. Yeah. yeah. That was one, but like also when we were moving I think Tim Bosma made some yes big yeah. headlines too. You know what? You're right. Yeah. But that was that was a single murder. They found out who the people uh, were. No, it wasn't. They have a second trial Did going they? on right mm-hmm. now for the murder of Laura Babcock, which was Dellen Millard's girlfriend, girlfriend. and his father who went missing this. and his they think they murdered his father as well. Why and a wood chip so that's murder. a serial killer. Georgia, that should have been your story in Toronto. Right? I honestly thought that they were going to do the murder of Tim Bosma, or I thought that they were going to do Evelyn Dick, but they didn't do either of I know. Those. She did one I had never heard of. Georgia. Georgia. Steven. Steven. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, the thing um, about, like, the serial killer thing is that, or even the murder thing, you're just fascinated with someone doing what you I, could I'm never sorry. do. Or... No, never do, but I think if you, we always think, like, what would provoke us to be yeah. To do that. Like, I know if someone ever harmed my nieces. Oh, God. Get, like, it's game over. Yeah. I'd be like, mm-hmm. send me to jail. Like, not even, like, fun orange is a new black jail. Like, I'll go sit in, like, a two-by-four room for the rest of my life. Yeah. Like, I think about things. that when I think about if anybody ever seriously injured my dog or, like, yeah. purposely inflicted pain upon one of my animals. Right. I think I would go, I don't think I'd be able to control but I myself. I think like exploring those dark sides of your mind, like my boss once fully walked in on me explaining how I could get away with murder. Ugh. And I was just I've like, never even given it a thought. Oh no. And, no. Uh, and my boyfriend <laughs> I, I, I once was like, heard me at his birthday. <laughs> this is so bad. I don't know how to say it. Do it. If, I mean, like, you know, okay, I watch a lot of 48 Hours. By the way, don't tell us how to commit the perfect murder. No, I'm not going to. Okay, go. I was talking about how on 48 Hours, the most, like, I used to change the channel every time this happened because every time someone, like, poisoned someone with windshield fluid, I'd be like, next, yeah, Yeah. next, yeah, and, like, antifreeze because it's. It was so textbook, and I was like, they did it for the insurance money. Always. It's going to check if they just took out a policy. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. Do you ever have, because you work in insurance, has that ever happened that someone like, I guess you don't really work in car insurance? I know. Right? But um, do people ever take out policies on people and then kill them? Like, is that like a? I'm sure it happens in life insurance. I just don't deal with life insurance. You but have like life people insurance do. Buds. 
no, not, no. <laughs> I would like we're those would be strictly like, like auto and property because uh, if they were like but in we, the same um, building, I'd be like I'd go to their lunchroom. We do get fraud, like it would be the same thing, I yeah. guess, right? Like people taking out policies and then like intentionally wrecking their cars yes. to get more money and just stupidity. Ugh. I've got one right now that I think is gonna probably oh. go to fraud. Yeah, we'll see. We'll That's see. Cuckoo bananas. We'll see. All we'll I'm see. saying is that there hasn't been like a truly like creative serial killer mystery in a long time especially because everything is so like social media and there's so many cameras and a lot of things yeah good get solved quickly or people are too scared to continue oh sorry i'll let her in go get your dog no but i think like couldn't hear that it was the sound of scratching on metal and it's my dog trying to get in the house but (laughs) terror upon chrissy's face (laughs) is a sight to behold i believe but like i think um I think, like, yeah, you're right. The access to technology and answers. And so, like, the reason why BTK Killer, uh, BTK Killer was so fascinating to people, or, like, Zodiac Killer, was because they couldn't figure out who it was. Yeah. Right? Well, a lot of times now they're thinking that some serial killers were actually the same as other ones that have infamous names or the same person. But because they picked up and started doing it in another state, that people didn't realize that these are the same ones. The timelines overlap. Some of the MOs overlap. And I like that whole like. Yeah. Fuck. Have you seen Mindhunter? I haven't, but I keep hearing about it. Oh my it. God. Me. It's based on a, um, an actual memoir written by, I think his last name is Douglas, who pioneered the, you know, criminal profiler. They uh, show how they come up with the word serial killer yeah. in the middle of it. Oh, Back really? It was really cool. Like a 30 or 20 was it something about dna profiling too no no it's not oh it's about watch it yeah profiling right all about like yeah i heard it's not just talking it's not like true it's not like a it's a fictional show in the sense that it's like acted i thought it was like a docuseries but it has real oh yeah 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 like they talk about they talk oh okay okay and i think they they always reference Charles Manson, and I think they talk about. Did you know that I had a crush on Ed, Ed Bundy Kemper the profiled the Green River Killer? Really? Like he, like the cops. So I also follow Cold Case Files podcast. Yeah. But the cops couldn't find the Green River Killer, and Ted Bundy like wrote to them and was like, "I have a few ideas," and then was but like that, spot that, on. Is that like the Hannibal Lecter? Is that what he's but based on? Oh, like helping? It could be. But that's the kind of idea with this show. It's like. To understand the mind of another person who commits these heinous crimes, you have to you have to learn as much as you can about yeah. the, the kind of thinking that goes into it. True. It's like a I think it's ten episodes. The first episode, I'm not gonna lie to you, moves a little slow. Power through, you'll be glad you did. Okay. Oh, I never found I've found all of it super interesting. We binge watched the whole thing. My one thing I always thought though in every episode that will no one believe it's the FBI headquarters if there aren't people jogging out front. <laughs> Every you, can single, hear, you can hear the gun. You can hear the gunshots the whole time, but you can't. Every time they're outside, there's people wearing like the Jogging like the, the, the like, all matching in, and running together. Oh my even god! In silence of the Williams, Williams, she was she's jogging. running. Yeah, that's she's what like, I was like. I'm pretty solid. Oh god! <laughs> yeah. But that show was a lot like it was very much styled like Sounds of the Lambs and had a lot of like overarching things that oh seemed very god. similar. My friend's mom, when I was in the fifth grade, she actually, like, stopped me and had, like, a talk with me because I guessed the plot of Silence of the Lambs before I saw the movie. Yeah, I was watching the movie and I was like, 
is this blah, 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 blah. But she like literally stopped me and she was like, how do you know that? And I was like, child of a broken home. Give <laughs> <laughs> me more cookies. Yeah, please. Oh my yeah. God. That's great. Well, I guess I should probably tell you guys my ghost story. Yeah. Okay. Even though I'm not sure which one to tell. I think I've got it picked out, though. Do you, like, keep ones for, like, later episodes? I have so many that I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll tell this one when I have somebody who has kind of a matching story. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. This one, um, not really. So this one is a good one, though, because um, it involves my friend Leonard. So That's not a real name. Le- it's yes, a it real is. name. I know Leonard. I know him. I do know Leonard. I know him. I've spent time with him at your house. I know so Leonard was my neighbor. He lived down the street. And uh, Leonard was at my house one day. And we were home alone. And this was back in the day when, like, dial-up internet was still around. So I had dial-up internet. But my dad has a home office. So he had his own phone line. And the rest of the house had their phone line. The internet was hooked up to my dad's office line. So we were hooked up to the internet. And if there's any youngins on here, it was through your telephone lines. So you could not be on the telephone and on the internet at the same time. So Leonard and I were just downstairs goofing around, hanging out, surfing the web. And uh, my dad came home. We heard him walk in. We heard him open the door, close it, walk up the, the stairs next to the garage, heard him go into his office. We heard him put the phone on speakerphone and we heard him dial a number and we heard the phone ringing. We weren't paying much attention, but the phone must have been ringing for a very long time. My house phone started ringing, so I answered it, and it was my mom. And she had asked me, is dad home? Like, is your dad home yet? And I said, yeah, he's home. He's upstairs in his office. He's on the phone. And she was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll be home in five minutes, whatever. So I hang up the phone, and uh, me and Leonard are still just hanging out there, and I'm thinking about it. And that's when I kind of realized that his phone is still ringing. So it's on speakerphone and whoever he's calling, it's still ringing. And I'm very surprised that he has not hung up the phone yet. And that's when it clicked in my mind. How is he calling somebody if we're connected to the internet? And so I looked at Leonard and I said, how can my dad be on the phone if we're connected to the internet? And as soon as I said that, the phone went, Beep, 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 beep. And then the internet cut out. So without, like, (laughs) Leonard and I ran upstairs to the office and um, opened the office door. The phone was still on speakerphone. And on the screen, the caller ID of the person that my dad's phone was calling was his car phone. So not his cell phone that he lost to try to call and find, his car phone, which for anyone that doesn't know, is a full fucking phone. Like picture your kitchen phone with the spiral cord on it. One of those phones, but yeah. in your car and it works. He was calling that phone. The 90s were magical. So, we, yeah. So we were all like, what the fuck? Like, why would he be fucking calling that phone? I have never seen Leonard run faster in my entire life. He was a big boy. He was a big boy. <laughs> he was back in He's the day. He's fit now. No, he's not, yeah. <laughs> Um, ran out of my house. So I ran with him. We both ran out of the house. <laughs> and as we're running down the street, my dad's driving up the street. So he stops us and 
we ask him, you know, like, were you, were you just home? No, no, it wasn't me. Like that wasn't me at all. So we have, still have no idea who it was. Did, his, did you ask him if his car phone rang? No, it didn't ring. Ah, he said fuck. no one called him. Mm-hmm. That's like, but okay, those things are so weird because like, this is nowhere near the same story. That's fine. But like when I was younger, my family used to have an intercom in our house. Mm, me too. And I thought that I was talking to my grandfather but it turns out that I was talking to a complete stranger. Wow. So you know how like, I guess, um, like baby monitors and things used to cross wires. Mm-hmm. So I remember I was, I, I remember I was in my grandparents' basement and I was on the phone, I was talking to my grandpa and I, I, I could have sworn on my life I was talking to my grandpa. And then as I kept talking, I realized that our, my grandpa was on the same floor as me. But it's like that oh. moment of realizing, like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah. But like, things were so screwy and so fucky back then that it was, I don't know. This was not the '90s, though. This was like, yeah, like mid 2000s Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. But yeah, that was it. Crazy. Anything else you guys want to talk about? Do you have any scary stories at all, Chrissy? Just. Like what would what can constitutes like, what con- the con- does it have to be paranormal scary or no, just like just life like a scary. cool scary story? You can just tell a scary or story. An HIV test. Yeah. Whoa. No, that I I do dark. have like I know I messaged you today about this like visitation dreams. It's yeah. not mm. scary, but mm-hmm. it's a paranormal type of experience. Yeah. So earlier this year, as I said earlier, my grandmother passed away, and that's really my first real like immediate connection to death when I was in the seventh grade a classmate of mine passed away of a aggressive brain tumor and I remember being young and having a dream of her where her and I were just sitting and she was wearing exactly what she wore on the day of her her burial yeah I remember she was wearing this pink ball gown from Le Chateau and I remember it because my sister had had the same one as her grad dress and she had like flowers in her hair and um like these sandals on her feet I remember everything and so I remember having a dream of her when I was really young and we were sitting at her grave and she was like you know it's all just the same she's like it's not really a big deal and but I remember it so vividly like she yes. was real like she was telling me everything's okay then later on I got older nobody really passed away that was close to me thankfully um like my my childhood dog passed away like after 17 years and I would wake up from dreams just imagining that I was just petting her. I've had dreams about my childhood dog. Yeah. yeah. The whole dream, I'm just, there's nothing else happening in the dream. I'm just petting her. Mm-hmm. But recently, since my grandma passed away, I've been having these incredibly vivid dreams where I wake up crying. And I guess people could say that that's my subconscious trying to like deal with grief and things like that. Right. But in the dream, it's so real that my grandma's just talking to me and saying, and I keep saying the same things to her where I'm like, you know, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be dead. And she yeah. just keeps telling me, like, I'm fine. Like, you know, I know everything that's going on and it happened last night. So today I was, like, Googling visitation dreams. And I guess there's, like, this whole community of people and, like, psychics who believe that they're real. Yeah. And, like, since then, I guess I've been, like, it's not just my brain. I'm choosing to believe that they're Yeah, absolutely. For sure. It's crazy, though. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? I've never had a visitation dream other than my family dog. So my dog was in the kitchen, and she was, like, running around the island. 
And I was like, Dad, Belle's back. Like, Belle is back. Because we named her Belle after Beauty and the Beast. And, then, <laughs> yep. and my dad couldn't see her. I was the only one that could see her. Oh. Yeah. That was really it. anything like that. That's, no, and that I was recent. Seen... And Belle passed away quite a few years ago. I'm but sorry. that was in, a recent dream. In my dreams, I'm pointing to my grandmother saying, to my mom, she's right there. What do you mean you can't see her? She's yeah. right there. And then, you know, in other dreams... I told Chrissy this the other day, like, I was sitting at a kitchen table with her in, like, her old home, and I was saying she was wearing a different outfit than she was than when she was buried, and I was, or, like, cremated, and I was like, do they let you change your clothes in heaven? And she was like, of course they do. And then last night I had a dream where she called me on the phone and, like, repeated everything that's been happening in my life back to me, like, the things I have to do this week. Yeah. And I was like, how do you know this? And she, she said... She's like, I still see everything, and then I woke up. Wow. And, like, I'm, it's fucking terrifying, so, but so comforting in a sense. Yes, yeah. So I'm hoping that if I go to a psychic or something, like, there's something that I did that's very specific at her funeral, that if a psychic can tell me that. Yeah. I'll know they're legit. Yeah. Oh, I have one of those for my grandma's funeral. Right. We that, talked about this. That would be interesting. That's because I did something my test of like if okay. they can tell me exactly what, what I did, you did, I'll know it. Yeah, yeah. I did something weird. I did have one other visitation dream. Now that you meant, now that I think about it, mm-hmm. when you said the phone call, uh, a boy that we went to high school with passed away in a car accident, and mm-hmm. I did dream one time that he called me. So his sister is dating one of my very close family friends Mm -hmm. and I think it was when they first started dating I had a dream that this boy called me and like told me to say hi to his sister and tell her that he was okay and yeah very cute that was like that was 10 years ago this summer right yeah that's That's crazy yeah can't believe it's been that long I know it's the the girl that passed away is actually like her thirtieth birthday a couple weeks ago. Wow! And it's really funny because some of the girls that I went to elementary school with, we were like all messaging, just saying like every time her birthday rolls around that we all remember. Mm-hmm. Of just because I mean, she was seventeen years ago. Yeah, it's insane. Damn. Damn. I didn't know you had a friend who had a brain tumor. I didn't know about yeah. that. Yeah, it was. Rough. I mean, were you guys really like? Close, close friends? Uh, no, we weren't close friends. She was closer to one of, like, her mom was best friends with one of my close friends' mom. Oh, okay. So, like, it was the weirdest thing. Like, she came to school one day. I don't really like this isn't paranormal, but, like, she came That's to school fine. one day and, uh, actually, it kind of is. It's um, okay because it's a crossover episode, so yeah, it doesn't yeah. all have to be paranormal. Right. So, she, she came to school one day and her eye was kind of crossed and she said, like, she came to school, it was in September, and she was like, yeah, I have to get glasses. It wasn't like we were in the fifth, uh, seventh grade, I think. And then her birthday was in October. And then by October, they had diagnosed it that the reason why her eye was turning in was because of a brain tumor. Wow. That was like the size of a, I think like baseball or something. Wow. So right away she went into the Mac Children's Hospital and on Halloween, so two or three weeks after her birthday, we, uh, we all dressed up and we all surprised her at the hospital and she was dressed up as an angel and like oh god yeah. and so then by <sighs> christmas there was nothing that they could do for her in canada so they actually like were going to i don't know if they went to mexico or they were trying to pay for her to go to mexico for Not experimental treatment 
But I remember them saying, uh, she had apparently told her mother, like, I'm really tired. I just want to go back to bed and play with the angels. And then, wow. yeah, like, so then in March, March 1st, it's very strange. And I, I had bought her this big teddy bear and I kept it in my closet. And I remember walking to my closet and saying, I really have to give Rosemary this teddy bear. And by the time I got to school, by nine o'clock, we had found out she passed away. Wow. Oh, shit. It was, yeah. So from Whoa. October to March 1st, it was quick. Yeah. And it was the wow. first time I had ever been to a funeral home. The first time, like, I remember they called everybody into a classroom to talk about it. And I remember my mm. grandma was the one to pick me up and just tell, like, talk me through it. But it was just so surreal. Yeah. And it's not like in grade seven, you're not the type to say, like, I'm going to go play with the angels. Yeah. Like, no, it's not no. a, um, you're not four. No, yeah. she had, and, like, yeah. yeah. And there were a couple different things. And I remember just being at her mom's house after the visitation and just, like, feeling the sadness. Yeah. And, like, that's just something I'll never forget. But, yeah, there was, um, that was, like, one of the things they kept saying throughout her, her funeral was, like, she's gone to play with the angels because she just was so tired. And yeah. it was just... Like oh those God. things, it's like I I truly believe like that as you get closer to death, you know, like there's just something where you know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, and I don't know if it's like you know chemical in your brain because like even my grandmother like before she passed away, she was calling out for her mom, and then like the just those things where it was like you kind of revert back to a child almost. Mm-hmm. But it yeah. Was, you know, my one great aunt before she passed away. She woke up in the middle of the night and said that she saw her husband saying, it's time for you to come to me. See, and that's weeks the, later, she passed that's away. The, that's the thing. Seeing somebody is one thing, but having them say, oh, it, it's your time. Your time is like it, your time's come. That's completely different. I can I can understand seeing people from your past or reverting back to a child, but how can everyone have the same Everyone, everyone, when they're about to die, everybody's relatives that have already passed on show up and all of those relatives happen to say you're, it's time to yeah, come now. Yeah. Well, and also, like, if you're reverting back, like, let's think about it, too. If you're reverting back to a child, why is it only people who have passed on that you see? Why is it not, like, your old neighbor who's still alive and well, but you yeah, just haven't seen in like, forever? There's actually yeah. one of those books that I want to read. It's called, like, Heaven is for Real. Heaven is for Real, yeah. And the it's kid. supposed to be, like, explain some kind of chemical thing that happens to you like as you're about to die yeah it looks like it's like euphoric in a sense yes yeah no well my being very young hearing that about my sister joe yeah she had seen her husband and he was like it's time my grandma the night before she died she told my mom i'm going to die tomorrow Um, so I need you to get a priest here to give, like, to give me my final rights or whatever it's called. Was she in the hospital or anything? No, she was at home. At home. Was she had any kind of, like... She had, she was, she was ill, um, like, she was on dialysis. Yeah, but she wasn't, like, end-stage cancer No, like... No, no, no. So, like, she technically could have lived for a while longer. Yeah, like, yeah, Yeah. like, a couple months, probably, but, like, not, like, yeah. Like, we knew she was sick, but she was, like, tomorrow I am going to die, and she died. My nanny actually tells me this story, and I can't believe it. Like, as we we're talking about this now, I remember all this, like, shit that's happened. Yeah, yeah. But, like, my grandmother, like, we live in Canada. She's from the United States. She talks about the, the day that her mother passed away. She was standing in her kitchen washing dishes. She turned around quickly because she heard her name being called, and a 
picture fell off the wall. And then her sister called, and she already knew as soon as she oh was my like, God. she was like, Mama died. And her sister was like, how did you know? Like, Oh, my God. But, like, but that's, growing up hearing that, I thought that when people die, you would have those moments. Yeah. So when my grandmother died, I was completely blindsided right. because I thought that we were close enough to feel it. Yes. But it's... But she didn't know. That's the thing, though. Right. She didn't know. So, again, like, two other examples. Like, I had an uncle who had a brain tumor, and he was sick for a very long time, obviously. And the day that he passed away, my aunt, who has the same name as me, Marie, so he said to my aunt Marie, um, Marie, I- I'm going to die today. And she was like, no, you're not. Like, no, you're not, silly. And he was like, I'm going to die today. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm dying today. And he did. He passed away that day. My other uncle passed away. It was a heart attack. Yeah, I was going to say, what was the one that died suddenly? Was there anything? Nothing. Nothing. Because yeah, he didn't know it was coming. Pancakes. Yes. The pancakes. The pancakes? Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, pancakes. I remember he was making pancakes and he went to my cousin Jessica and said, hey, Jesse, do you want any of these pancakes? And that's just, she's like, that's the last thing he ever said to me. Oh. And I said to him, no, I'm okay. And then he walked back to the kitchen and had a heart attack and passed away. But that's like, it's the weirdest thing because, so I like, I was like a religion major uh, in university and I studied like a lot of death and dying things. And you used to think that fast deaths were the way to go but it the more that you study them and the more that you see of like tying up loose ends it's like oh those yeah long illnesses are like the way to like yeah i don't know it's i um like, my aunt actually the one whose husband passed away the pancakes mm-hmm. um she went to go see a medium and the lady was like who is this man like is he your husband and she was like yeah it's probably my husband and the the medium and your was aunt like, wasn't old enough to like obviously mm-hmm. have a dead husband. She no, was young she was when it young, happened. Yeah. yeah, so she was like, so it's not like a the what the medium older t- woman. Yeah, what the medium told her was like, you know, usually when people come to me, I can see them. I can see them like a physical human. They'll stand behind their loved one and look at me because they know that I'm the one that they're talking through. Mm-hmm. But he's standing behind me and he's looking at you and he's saying that it's just because you're so beautiful. He can't stop looking at you. But like, you seriously, like, I I think like we should have talked about this off air, but like, I really want you to like research. So we're like Sylvia Brown talking about Sylvia Brown. Okay, but can I say something about SB real quick? Tell me. She was wrong about a lot of shit too. There was like a famous case, a famous kidnapping case where this kid, his name was Ryan something. He was kidnapped. He was held captive, but like was allowed to play with neighborhood friends, like neighborhood kids in the kidnapper's neighborhood. And like the kidnapper bought him an Xbox and like basically just brainwashed him into staying with him. And Sylvia Brown, the kid's parents, went on Montel Williams and were like, what happened to our son? And she was like, he has passed. He's in his body is in water and told these parents that their kid had passed away. And they ended up finding him like seven years later alive. Oh my god! Right. I almost want to call her here just to like she gone. Shun you to, I, that's why I want to call her. Here. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, she means spiritually because no, we don't have her phone number. Yeah, you don't. Don't but, call for her unless she, she comes, comes for you. you. Yeah. yeah. But, no, but the thing about Sylvia Brown is, I remember like she used to say all these things would happen like when you pass away that you everybody turns thirty. Like yeah, no matter what happens, like you need to do those. You need to do podcasts on that shit. 
Yeah, I just don't believe her though. No. Like I don't find her credible. I no. found her like a very um I remember watching like a one. shock. Like you hear almost that, like a, Sylvia? I don't what do you I think that? Uh, I remember so. Oh god, don't do that. I remember I saw one that she was like, Yeah, they died and she said they're in water. And yeah. the person's like, No, no. they died in nine eleven. Yeah. She's like, Well, you well, know, they the were firemen with they water. Were fi- yeah, yeah, they were spraying it and it was like because she said they drowned. Yeah. It's like, no, no if they were Sylvia. in the building when it collapsed, it wasn't the water. Yeah. It's not even close them. to we'll it. No. And then she's like <laughs> grasping at straws. <laughs> well, there's like, are you going to say yeah. they're in water? No, they died in a fire. Oh, well. At least, at least be like, oh, well, then who's sitting around you where somebody has died in water? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, those, okay. Did you ever see like those, like. I'm sorry, we're going really long. I know, I know. I'm sorry. Someone will listen to it. A two-hour Max, podcast. whatever his name, will listen to it. Scooby Max. But like, Scooby Max. Do you ever listen to those things where like they're in an audience and they're talking to someone and they're like, that's not true. And then someone in the back row is like, that's me. That's me. And you're like, why the fuck didn't you speak up earlier, bitch? Yeah. Like, yeah. But she, well, because that person was probably like, wow, what a coinky dink. I don't know. I love that you call him Creepy Max. His name is Spooky Max. His name is Spooky Max. I don't call him Creepy Max. (laughs) I told my grandmother, who's still alive, my other grandmother, my nanny, I was like, if you don't haunt me, I'll come over there and I'll fucking drag you back. You'd be the most (laughs) interesting to haunt out of the the grandchildren. I don't want a haunting. I just want like casual watching Golden Girls together like yeah. old times. Just like let me know that yeah, you're there somehow. Wake me up on time for work. Don't unless- scare me but just like let me know you're around. Just surprise exactly. surprise spaghetti. Just yeah. being made. You yeah, wake exactly. up and there's just spaghetti. Surprise me. spaghetti. Yeah. yeah, I always know what's my grandmother because I smell salsa cooking. Yeah. yeah, that would be legit. <sighs> Anyways, I, I have nothing to contribute. There's a bowl of tortellini soup when I got home. I must be. I don't have anything. because you're an old I soul. dream of two things. Sex with people who aren't my husband. And then <laughs> I literally have two sets of dreams. And sometimes they both happen the same night. And it's it can be anything. It can be like someone I've met once. It can be I had a dream recently that it was Jeff Daniels because we were watching a lot of newsroom, and then I woke up going, "I need an older man." Oh my! Um, Or I have dreams where where Jeff breaks up with me, and I had one like that last night. About that on our podcast, yeah. But I I just don't. I wish I had some kind of. I don't have dreams of the past or the future or of dead people. I have nothing. Have Maybe you'll have one tonight. Or you're a man having sex with a woman. No. No. Not just me. I've had lesbian <laughs> dreams. I've had les- like girl on girl dreams. But apparently that I Googled it because it started to freak me out because I've like had one with like all of my friends. Like oh. for both of you for sure. Perfect. Um, I don't remember them, but I know I woke up going, oh, what's wrong with me? But I Googled <laughs> it and they said like, you're expressing a closeness to that person. Oh, okay. It's not yeah, sex. Yeah. Oh, but I, then, I've like, had that before. Like, yeah. I, but I've also had sex with Shia LaBeouf in my dream and I don't want a closeness with any of that. You don't want closeness with Shia LaBeouf? No. I, not even I, holes? I like the distance between us. Not even Shia LaBeouf from holes. I never saw Holes, but even Stevens. He's I was going to say, not even Shia LaBeouf. The only Shia Stevens. is the CM music video Shia. That's true. I would fuck that Shia so hard. Oh, I've you? never seen it. Oh so. my God, he dances in a birdcage. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really yeah. good. All right. It's time to wrap this shit you're up. The, I'm sorry. If you made it this far, God bless. Like, we, thank you wait, so are much. Are we recording our podcast as well? Because we yeah, should, like, we throw should. it. We can. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. Sure. So, so follow us on at Boys Don't Like Funny Girls 
yeah. Spotify and on iTunes. It's and like Seinfeld. It's the podcast about nothing and everything. Exactly. It's yeah. one of my favorite podcasts, actually. Oh. Like not just because first... we've been our friends for a really long time. No, because like the first time that I listened to it, I think you were talking about your first sexual awakening, and you were t- Chrissy. What you were talking about Lion was King. Lion King, yeah. Simba, teenage Simba. Simba, is and I was listening to it at work, and I was out loud laughing, like like shaking with laughter. I thought it was so funny. Honestly, listening to your podcast, it makes me feel like I'm just hanging out with you guys. And then I also get like, oh, I wish I was hanging out with you guys. <laughs> well, heads up. It's not as so funny as fine. it used to be because the world is a sad and scary place now. But Marie <laughs> will be on our podcast yeah. uh, this week. And we're going to talk about more spooky stuff. And then like, maybe we'll stuff. try not to be so woke. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. <laughs> we'll, maybe. Have a, we'll have us less woke. Who can never be sure? No. Anyways. Thank you for listening to Paranormal. Again, really appreciate it. If you've made it this far, do you guys want to plug your social media accounts? Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Ms. Elizabeth R. Uh, or follow us, uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. It's Boys Don't Like Funny Girls. And leave a review. Yeah. If you want to. I'm at Chrissy Bucket with two T's on iTunes, <laughs> but I've I've tweeted twice in um, this Twitter, calendar year. Yeah. So um, enjoy that. And you can find me on social media, Instagram or Twitter at Splendora underscore dot me. Um, please, please rate, review, subscribe. It would mean the world to me. Currently, when you go- or when you uh, look up Paranormal on the podcast app on iTunes, it's the number one. But um, I'd like to be like number one on like the top charts. So maybe yeah, if not, you just the, not just not just rated or subscribed. Paranormal. That would be amazing. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, have a good one. Bye-bye.